from days of long ago comes a legend. You have walked into the room of Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Marquise. Thank you for walking into the room. This is your brother from another mother, Brother Marquise. You are listening to the only, the only one that you really need to hear. That's Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. Today, my people, is like any other day, like every day, especially if you're a parent. You know, you you worry, you pray, you're wrapped up in trying to keep up with your with what your children are doing on a daily basis and also who they're doing it with every now and then you'll have a problem but not on the magnitude that we have now people here in the u.s are on some sort of heightened alert a heightened alert for stupidity in all of its glory see we here in the usa are going through racial tensions and people on both sides are wanting to cloak themselves so they can avoid the drama that plagues the country but over the last couple of weeks, over the last, I guess, several weeks, we've heard about random acts of, of, of terror, real talk, due to the riots and, and everything else. Is the voice and this it's it's not pretty out here. As we make history, you know, we've we've seen people just get beat up. I mean, just beat up. We've heard about hangings. And, and everything, just company in the senseless, countless I would highly recommend pieces PCI of stupidity, PCI solutions all racially motivated. Approach to your printing and marketing Personally, I don't, from commercial I don't necessarily understand all of these attacks. It's bad enough on a regular day. With our work so you remember PCI solutions back in the, not, not too long ago, last year. For more information, over the last four or five years, the kids were playing the, what they call a knockout game. That's the quote-unquote game where you just roll up on somebody and smash them, punch them in the face and try to knock them out. I mean, now, it's just more severe today is the day to check in this is like a really big bag of spike punch now that we have a, it's, it's a black and white thing, black on white thing. Coming up. On fire, you know, where everyone thinks they're right. Here's Erica Badu, and, and it's a shame. I mean, it's all fun and games, though, till this the is prey becomes the hunter. And I don't know Today's about you, but I'm considering with the going through some extra training later tonight. Tonight's going to drop hand down to hand about 40 degrees. Like back in the tomorrow, day of the military, we're going to look at the highs. You know, I, I watched. Um, I'm watching both Can sides. You believe though. that? Are you kidding become me? the kings of stupid. <laughs> and me personally, I don't know about you, but me personally, I don't want to be caught off guard by some of these fools trying to pull a fast one. I mean, I don't really care what color you are. Stupid is stupid. And people will take an opportunity to do stupid things because that's how they are. That's who they are. They're opportunists. They, they are opportunists. Absolutely. But our children are growing up in a world where they look at somebody untrusting simply based on an invisible invisible virus but now it's spurred on by racist hate groups and, and, and the rest of them. My question to the parents is how do we properly raise children in this environment, keeping them safe without catching a bullet or getting beat up by some knucklehead out there trying to be cute?
So today on Flyback Radio, I'm speaking to trusted friends to see if we can answer some of these questions and shed a little light on the issue of protection, not only to ourselves, but for our children. Again, you're listening to Fireback Radio. This is Brother Marquise. People all over are looking for healthier options. My first recommendation is to visit naturalfrequencystore.com. That's where you will find healthier options from CBD to weight loss. These are patented, wearable frequency technologies. So there are no messy drops or bad tasting concoctions. Everything is based on energy and frequency. So head on over to the Natural Frequency Store. That is naturalfrequencystore.com. Naturalfrequencystore.com. Welcome back to Fireback Radio. And and today, of course, I had to make some phone calls to find some people that I actually trust because you know I don't trust too many folks. And and so I, you know, I, I made a few phone calls and, and I had to, you know, I didn't have to reach far. But the people that I have, I love them, I trust them, and uh, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> because we should all have that relationship with somebody. I mean, not everybody necessarily, but you, you gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have love for somebody. So, um, I'm going to introduce you just first name only. Hello, my name is Leanna. Yes, ma'am. And I have my husband and my husband Daniel here with me. Fantastic. So you heard the intro. Now, my question though is, in, in the world that's 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 seem like it's going to crap quickly and you have children how many children do you have I have four children from the ages of 12 to 16 wow wow so being that you have children of age of understanding for the most mm-hmm. part I, I'm, I'm I'm you know to have young kids is one thing but to have teenagers at least they you can tell them something they can kind of get a grasp of, of what you're talking about, but what have I mean, have you talked to your children about what's going on in the world? How, what have you said to them? You know, funny you asked that specific question um, because something that we spoke about before is we're, we tend to be um, doomsday preppers in our mind. Right, right. <laughs> we're not there physically yet, but in our minds. So ever since they were little, we always um, put everything into a scenario. If it was the last days, if it was a zombie apocalypse, um, so I think that my kids always been aware to some type of faith because I have that mentality. Like, we, you know, biblically, we know that there is some type of end days yeah. apocalypse situation. We just don't know what it looks like right. in our own eyes. Um, but my kids have, have always had that type of awareness. But um, I think in this time and age, um, as everything occurs, 
and in, in the age group that they're in, um, it's kind of like a conundrum, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're confused. It's something new. It's something we spoke about. But I, I think not any of us expected, especially to this gratitude. You know, I mean, sorry, not gratitude, to this um, severity. Yeah. And um, how can I put it to lighter words? Like, so bringing it back, yes, my kids have always been aware, but this is something new. This is something we didn't expect. Um, they expect the zombies. They didn't expect um, a sickness that we had to. This is as close as a zombie apocalypse we're going to get to for for them, you know, right? <laughs> they have to wear masks. They have to be careful who they go around. Are they going to get infected? Um, and like I said, they, they, I mean, we do it as a joke, but it's always been um, prep your mind for the worst. My father always said, um, uh, "Expect the best, prepare for the worst." Yeah, that way you won't get caught off guard, you know. And, that, and sure. that's and that's actually that's that's exactly how I see it. And mm-hmm. um, I do my children pretty much the same way. Um, my beautiful wife so much it's taken her 18 years to see the light <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, 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 took, it took the quarantine to see it took it took the quarantine for her to say mm, okay maybe you want something but uh maybe, maybe we could start planning in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> no doubt no doubt but you know we my kids and I we've we've had conversations about politics about um you know the 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 BLM movement and we had to break it down to where you you have to understand that there is a movement a BLM a Black Lives Matter movement but there also is the entity of Black Lives Matter and those are not necessarily one and the same I mean they have similar agendas but the BLM is 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 a is you have the you have the statement and then you have the entity Mm -hmm. and they clash, believe it or not. Even though it's they, they kind of ride on the same bus, but they clash because mm-hmm. my biggest beef with them is that they have other things piggybacking off of the movement. Now we've come a long way as as colored folk, as they say. We've come a long mm-hmm. way. We had to come through Jim Crow and and the rest of it. All and and now we have other people piggybacking yeah. off of our stuff and it's like we can't we can't shake them and they're leapfrogging what we yeah. what we died cried and got hung for and they're skating on through passing us and the the BLM they represent some of that and that's the yeah. thing I I don't I don't trust about them I don't I don't like them and from what I'm hearing from other people was that that BLM that that's a um what do you call that? It's more more anti American than anything else. Yeah. You know, and, and um, you know. They're kinda of like the 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 rebels. Yeah, I mean I look look, we all got a little rebel in us, right? For sure. And For sure. and that's fine. <laughs> but you know, this is America and um I don't really buy into the whole I mean I I, I guess me being propagandized as an American I don't buy into socialism or communism. Um, I, I, I would rather deal with what we have. The only problem with what we have is you got too many people who just plain greedy. I mean, that's the only problem, mm-hmm. you know, but the remedy is not government takeover. And what some of these folks are doing out here, they're it's like they're priming the pumps to get the government to come in to take the rest of the stuff away. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's all it's a, definitely, a you know, 
BLM for some of us is um, life or death, and BLM for many others is a political view. Yeah. Um, if you look at what, like you said, what they stand for and some of the things that they're fighting for is not just debunking the police. It's not just, it's so much more in what they're trying to pursue. Again, it's political. And for many of us, we're just trying to live. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a different movement for, for who stands behind what line. No doubt. So about the children, I mean, you, 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 you talk to them, you try to get their minds right. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to grow that victory garden. I mean, as Vic looked, it rained the other day. The Victory Garden looked like it almost got flooded out, but uh, yeah. you know, but it's it's holding on. I I got to dig another dig another shallow grave for some vegetables back there. Um, yeah. The, the the since the first hole didn't work, we got to do it again. So, but but that that garden is specifically for the children in the knowledge that they can make healthier choices and that they can be self-sufficient, independent, um, mm-hmm. a- away from government or anybody else who would, who would try to do anything to them. If it gets any worse out here, we may have to literally have to grow our own because we can't trust anybody out here that would uh, allow us to go into a store because the people, you know, you have employees who I'm not even going to talk about what employees do to food products. <laughs> you know <That's> not. <laughs> yeah and and i've i've seen i've seen people go into the store cough on their hands and touch all the vegetables you know and they mm-hmm. some of some of these people do it deliberately but that's a whole nother conversation um but you know just for me just just talking about this issue is like i have to really prep my children so that they mm-hmm. will understand to keep their head on a swivel because stupid can come from anywhere and from anybody. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, the challenge of the parent, okay, especially a Christian faith-based, let's just say faith-based parent, mm-hmm. is not only to raise your child with compassion, sympathy, um, and so much more added on to that loyalty, but definitely with awareness. Absolutely. You know, and some people don't understand or can't grasp onto both, you know, because in this day and age, as you can see on many viral videos, there's so much anger, so much confusion, so much hate. So it's like, how do we, how do we look our way towards utopia? We know Mm. it doesn't really exist. Right. But that's, that's the, that's the urgency for many humans is let's reach to utopia. Everybody in peace, right? Right. How do you do that? It's being, like you said, it's being aware. We, we know things are going on. We know our food is not all being treated well. We know, um, how do you say it? There's an, um, there's so much evil behind everything. Right. But at the same time, you also have to remind your kids that there, you should have compassion. You should have sympathy. You should have love towards one another, but not be blind. Absolutely. you know, blindsided by what the enemy is trying to bring forth, you know? Absolutely. Um, I, you know, I, I have so much boundaries in, in how I, I let my kids see the world because I myself just see it completely different than the average person. Right. You know, because I am so faith-based, um, and even many people are faith-based, but they're still so one-sided to their thoughts. And it was, for me, it's always been simple. Jesus loved all. Right. You know? Whether they whether they believe in him or not, he loved all. 
Mm. And he and many people don't like saying, well, I'm going to turn the right cheek. Nobody believes in that anymore. For the, turning the right cheek wasn't always about getting hit physically. Sometimes mm. it's in other forms, you know? Right. And, and, and that's sometimes the beating that you have to get as, as a Christian. But at the same time, you have to have your, your, your armor on. You have to be aware of what's going on around you. And, um, and as a parent, especially of teenagers, let's just say teenager alone, this is the most, if it's confusing for us adults, imagine the confusion that these kids are going through. The world they know it is no longer there. That's never happened to any of us. We've had war. We've had rallies. We've had protests. But our whole world did not completely change. These kids, their whole world, literally the whole world are wearing masks. The whole world is on a high note. The whole world is being um, just on this this level of, oh, I'm trying to find the word. Again. Fear. You call it fear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can call it fear. Fear and just uncertainty. Uncertainty, yeah. Uh, on top of the fact that they're trying to live a normal life, on top of the fact that they have to figure out who they are in themselves because that's what that teenage years are for is trying to figure out who you are and what you want to be but how do you even figure out what you want to be when you don't even know what school's going to look like in a few months mm. you know um <laughs> at least we can go on day by day okay we, we we have uncertainties but we're just living life we're just paying the bills but these kids their whole world is completely gone in a blink of an eye Absolutely. um and not everybody sees that severe as, as that but when you bring it into the teenage life that's exactly how they see it remember they see it 10 times more extreme than what we do absolutely well well, you listen to fight back radio you can find us online at fightbackradio.com and we are going to take a short break we'll be back in just a shot and we're going to continue this conversation about your concerns about how to properly raise children in in a quarantine on top of a heightened racist racism extremist environment more to come this is fireback radio welcome back to the program once again this is marquise i'm talking with daniel and liana they have blessed us with their presence today we're talking about you know, pretty much all things quarantine and children. And before we left, we were just adding to the to the program such wonderful knowledge. And, and I wanted to thank you just for, you know, adding on to that. So what directly are your concerns just, you know, within your spectrum right now? Um. The key word, like I said earlier, was definitely the uncertainty. Yeah. Is how to guide these children already trying to figure out whether what college is, what future. Um, But then at the same time, the same other word that we're using, um, awareness. Um, When we look at it in the perspective of, let's say, the world, the United States alone. Right. You know, there's advantages and disadvantages, especially for colored kids reality there's many advantages and there's many disadvantages um and then you bring the quarantine let's say COVID 19 the crisis pandemic whatever word you choose to follow right you bring that into the spectrum um 
I'm sorry. I just I kind of went, went a little bit off this. <laughs> but um, how do you, do you prepare them? Sometimes what, what makes me fear, worry, or wonder, do I prepare them for the original world as we knew it? Or do we prepare them for a world that will never be the same again? Ooh. You know, I think that as a parent, especially one that's, like I said, one aware of the future and the end days lifestyle is, are, are we living in those? Um, how do I prepare my child? You know what? I lost myself for a second. <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. You're fine. I mean, I, I, for me, I'm, I'm looking at it. I, I don't think, I don't think for me, I think I don't change at all because mm-hmm. I am trying to raise my children to be entrepreneurs. For and, sure. And that doesn't matter what season it is, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. because you're not necessarily beholden to one thing when you have mm-hmm. so many options, even in a quarantine, such, even when people riot. Um, the last program that I did, I mentioned about uh, money being made from these type of events going on. And mm-hmm. it is it is terrible that people would have the ability to make money off of mayhem. Yeah. But it, but it's out here. It's, it's, it's out here. And yeah. And I would rather for my children to see the opportunity, not necessarily to like, like some of these people that are above government, not to, Mm -hmm. not to set people up to war, but to be an oasis in a desert. And, you know, spiritually speaking, we as Christians anyway, we're, that's, that's who we supposed to be anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the land of desert, we're supposed to be flowing water, <laughs> fresh yep. water. Yeah. And so now I believe is, is that we are in that time. So, you know, making a program like this is really easy to spread hate and, and, yeah. and tell people how angry I am. And I, 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 you know, I will do that. However, before we end the show, you know, the point of the show is to bring uh, is to bring light to the situation and to allow people to have better opportunity and, and, and for them to see opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to do better for themselves instead of pouring the, you know, pouring gasoline on the situation. So, and that's actually, that's actually one of the things that really upset me is that instead of people being proactive to be positive, they are being proactive to be, to lower the frequency, to lower the spirit. And, yeah. and that's the thing that at the end of the day, the devil wins and, it, yeah. and people need to see that. And I think you alluded to that earlier. People need to understand that the devil is at work. Yeah. And and you can't be out here doing evil things, even though it's tempting. Don't you don't you do not have to do that, you know, because it's number one. At the end of the day, you don't want to do it. I mean, evil is evil, you know, but you really have to watch yourself because people are towing the line right now. So you really have to be very careful. So have you and your family gotten upset angry at at anything out here and i'm going to ask you a few more questions about that but just anger uh, 
any any anger coming at you. Yeah. Well, Jamie's going to say something real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally believe that. I mean, ang- anger is something that that um, that is a human emotion, you know, and it's something that that comes and, and it hits. Um, but the, 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 the situation really is, is, you know, when anger comes, what do you do with it? You know what I'm saying? How, how are you going to react? Um, there's a, a guy that I, that I listen to, uh, uh, he, he's a great motivational speaker, you know, and he said that, you know, um, emotions have no intelligence. Right. And I believe that that was something so powerful because coming into a place where you, we're human beings, you know, we live out of emotions, you know, how do, how do we tend to deal and cope? you know, with our emotions and with our angle, angers and with our passions, you know, um, and something that he said, I mean, talking about that specifically, you know, mm-hmm. emotions have no intelligence. So in other words, he's telling me that if I educate myself in certain ways, you know, and I put, you know, intelligence to my emotions, then I'll be able then to control whatever emotion I am feeling. If that, if it's anger, if that, if it's some type of, you know, um, sadness, if, if it's happiness, whatever it is, you know, through intelligence, I'm able to kind of like guide that emotion that I have. Um, and I believe that, you know, us educating ourselves and bringing, you know, principles that we live by, especially, especially biblical principles, you know, like I'm a, I'm a, we're, we're faith believers, you know, we believe in Christ, we believe in God. And, and something that, that I understand when it comes to me is that, you know, now I don't live, but Christ lives in me. So, so bringing that intelligence into my emotions when I get upset and when I get angry can help me cope with the way that I deal with the situation. Understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. But for somebody who is detached how do we reach those who have that detachment? You're saying with the spiritual, like with, yes. with faith-based. Absolutely, because because you because you have a foundation, you have mm-hmm. memory, you have um, what's the word I want to say? It's you have checks and balances. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, you you have uh, an opportunity to reflect. There are a lot of people out here who don't even hold the mirror up to themselves. How do yep. how would we reach those people to allow them to at least look at themselves? How do we do that? I would say this. Um, one of the things, and you already know me by now. Um, the luxury of being Puerto Rican is that. <laughs> I, um, I, I can have some sorts of sorts of bias, you know. Right. Um, we're very mixed, um, a very mixed country, or whatever you want to call it, islands. Um, I was able to sit down with a, one of my best, another best friend of ours, and, and and she's she's Caucasian, and she was like, she, we were talking about the whole racial aspect of everything that's going on, and what I loved is that she is very, she has intuition. And she loves to, she acknowledges, she's like, because I was raised in this area, because I don't, I have so much ignorance to so many things. So teach me, Mm. you know? And I, and I say this on behalf of everyone on whatever side of the line you're standing, 
that it's not always like my husband said, emotions have no intelligence. It's not about what you think you know or you know or you've been taught. Listen. Just listen. And, and put the picture on a wall. Write things down like if you were a detective. You know what I'm saying? Right. Every, everything, um, just, just look at it. Because when... When you have, especially when you're, you don't have, you don't have a foundation in Christ. Um, there's so much confusion because you don't, you there is uncertainty because for us we know that there is the end days and we have a savior that's gonna save us. But even then, many people who who believe in Christ don't follow the same foundations and footsteps, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you you have to, if you are just an ordinary person, I can't take God out of my equation, but if if that was in the, in the standing where you're at, look at the whole picture. You know, it's like it's like what I tell my kids. Um, when one of them is saying, well, this is not true, but the other two kids are saying, yes, it is. When more than one person is saying something, right. there has to be some truth behind it. You know? So whether it's, especially in, in this racial pandem- pandemic that we're going through. That's actually pretty good. Uh, a racial pandemic. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna have to. Um, we're gonna have to hashtag that one. <laughs> I, I I say this because, like I said, I have a bias towards me because um, I have the African roots, the Spanish roots, the European roots. If you look at my family, we're all of many colors, different eye colors, different skin colors. So for me, it's it's when it comes to just skin color alone, it just doesn't exist to me. You know, it's right. real, and I see what happens even in my own family. I'm just talking my own immediate family alone. Um, but that's why I have so much love and compassion for everything. I can't say screw the police. I can't say um, all lives matter. I can, I stand with all, but there is a there is a problem. There is a problem in every standard, but there's so much more when it comes to history. And and I think though you and I spoke about this previously. You know, if you wanted to put it in another format, look at a, a child who was raised in the foster care system, an abusive home system, you would understand that when they become an adult, they will have issues that they would have to conquer. That's right. And there's many agencies for that, whether it's mental health awareness, and what you understand that there's so many years being deprived of love and compassion and home, that you understand that this person has to go through so much. Somebody who loses their family in an accident, you know that they have to go through grief. And Absolutely. you have to do it righteously. Mm-hmm. You have to help them. You have to mourn with them, love with them, and help them walk forward. Well, whenever you see anyone, especially when it's to the color community, just open your eyes and just listen. Paint it on the wall and just put it. It's, it's like a puzzle. There is no, there is no correct answer. There is no correct guidelines. This is, this is what we're trying to say. Let's fix this by understanding. You yeah. know. You, it, it's it's always people want to be understood, but how about you start understanding? Absolutely, you know? absolutely. Well, you're listening to Fireback Radio. I'm with uh, Leanna and Daniel, and in a minute we're going to come back and we're going to talk about opportunities, hidden opportunities, big wins, big fails, and even more education when we come back. Once again, find us on online at firebackradio.com, and we'll be back.
You want talk? Real talk? Firebackradio.com is the voice of this generation. As we make history online, that's Firebackradio.com, where history is made. Thanks for coming back. Once again, we're talking about raising kids in quarantine. And, you know, to carry on with the conversation, education is key. Have you thought of interesting ways of giving your kids education? Now, today I think I got a message from Indianapolis and they said that something about schools are going to open back up on July 2nd. Have you, did you see that? Um, I saw something different in the in the Lawrence Township area and yeah. something different in the Hamilton Township area. So I'm a little confused on that. We've been trying to keep on post lately. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think that? I mean, being that it's July, it's already summer break for the for the young people. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So do you think that they're going to open? That I mean, I don't know how how are they going to do it. Do you have a clue how they're going to open it? Honestly, they're still on the bridges about that because I, like I said, on one area, I heard that they're going to, um, some schools are going to have the option of, if you want to stay home, you can. Um, I know that the Indianapolis um, school system doesn't have that option, but all kids must wear masks. And very few families get to stay, but in some of our um, counties that we are involved with, um, many options is kind of like e-learning. Right. And another thing that they brought up was whether they were going to have some kids come on Mondays and Tuesdays or Mondays and Wednesdays and the other ones come on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I think it's still up in the air on some areas. So I'm just trying to be patient and just see where it goes. Right, right, right. So have you done anything educationally for your children? So I guess maybe to... At, at the least, to keep them from being bored to death. Well, we're a very active family. Like, uh, physically, we've been going up the hills um, and just exercising almost every day. And two of my boys are doing summer school just to catch up on um, for their following year coming up, just so they can kind of advance. Um, but we've been just doing more like intake conversations we're doing a lot of family devotions i think that's that's more of the thing and just trying to keep the sanity in it um i'm, I'm in the midst of like like we're talking about oh yeah we, we definitely talk about business a lot it's something you mentioned and yes we definitely two of my children are trying to open up their business and they're creating their logo and business plan and we're just in the in the process of that so i think it's more like yeah taking advantage of the opportunity but not um not so much in the books. Right. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's something that I'm hoping to do. I'm I'm really trying to push my kids so you know, like now now that I am I guess in in the house, I'm trying to uh I'd like to get them on a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of this um college club life schedule that they have right now. <laughs> you know. Yep. I mean, like, yep. my, like my youngest son, he took a nap this afternoon. I'm like, no, no, you need to wake up because it's, I mean, you know, it, when it's time to go, when the sun goes down, I need for your eyes to be shut. I don't need for you to be yep. up at two and three in the morning and next day you get up at around 12. That's, that's some grown folk stuff. I mean, no, not, not, not for children. Not even. Not, not even. no. Yeah. So, so we, we've yeah. done, 
you know, we've we've tried to implement certain things. For me, I, I try to just bless them with knowledge. And I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. of course, I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the information guy in my household. Yeah. And, and they, you know, they they laugh at me because they they're amazed at the information that I have. I mean, they see it as um, some of it is useless. You know, let them tell it. But, you know, I'll, I will drop some serious dimes on them. The interesting thing is we then get into a conversation about everything. Yeah. You know, about how do you go about being an entrepreneur? I mean, what do you want to do? And we, we talk about time versus money and, and how time is so valuable. Once you let time pass, you're not getting that back. You know? Yeah. So, but the other thing too is, have you, have you seen, have you talked about, I guess, new history? New history being that, I mean, what's going on with the riots? I mean, have you, have you found any markers that would deem historic? I mean, not just as a parent, but just, you know, as an individual, have you seen anything say, you know what, this right here, they're going to be talking about for years. I mean, have did you run into oh, yeah. a point like that? Oh, yeah. My, my kids and I, we talk, and even they acknowledge it. They're like, can you believe we're going down to the history books? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they have, they, they know that they said 40, 50, 60 years from now, kids will be studying about them in the history books. Right. And, right. and that, and so we have the conversation. So then what? Will you be mentioned in the history books? What will you be known for? You know, um, one of my favorite mentors, he's passed back in 2009, is Miles Monroe, and he says, um, people try to dig for treasures and, and go in the seas for treasures, and the biggest treasures in the world are the cemetery, mm. you know, because so many people die off without their ideas, their dreams, their gifts, their creativity. Right. Um, and we never hear of them and we only ever and so many amazing people have lived before us and we've never heard of them. And and, and there's only gonna be the, the few spectacular people that will always be mentioned and but there's always gonna be a time and era that people will talk about. You That's wanna right. be a part of that. So what are you gonna do about it? You know? You, you um, know you know what I was thinking. Uh huh. You know what I was thinking is make sure we capture all of the news articles that comes out during yeah. this time. Because you know that the narrative is going to change. Oh, yeah. Like maybe this time, I don't know, 10 years from now, they'll say something like, I don't know what they're going to say. But at least now, if you document the now, you will have an an active, ever-changing history documentary, I guess, of, of what was said right now. Because... History is going to show that, oh, coronavirus came and it killed so many people. And that was the end of the story, you know, Uh but they're not going to tell you the gritty details. For instance, like coronavirus came, caught everybody, you know, with their pants down. It wasn't as bad as they made it out to be, but yet they pushed for it. They closed down the whole planet for coronavirus and all of the numbers was wrong and, and people in the hospitals was lying just to get the numbers up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not, I don't think history is going to reflect that Un- yep. unless, I mean, uh, they have to have a major die off to justify it. That is Correct. my concern now 
is that what is on the other side of this? Because right yeah. now, as it seems, it doesn't look as bad as it was predicted to be. And yet they shut the whole planet down. You have people in like Indonesia, Australia, summertime, and they shut they shut the place down. It's like, wait a minute. We were told that everything should be okay when the warm weather comes. Yeah. Well, how do you explain shutting down warm weather climates? How do you explain that? And the spike. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do you explain that? So I think the biggest thing, too, is to document the history because the, mm -hmm. the, that narrative is going to change. And because we've seen it change time and time again. For so, sure. yeah. So 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 the next thing I want to ask you is, have you seen I mean, I know you've seen opportunity. The biggest opportunity that I've seen is just time. Time is the biggest opportunity right now. What do, oh, yeah. what, what do you think? Um, well, it's like we, we've spoken about this before. There's something behind all of this. We don't know what it is, but we know that there's so much more to this pandemic. Right. Um, whether it's numbers, whether it's political, whatever it is, we don't know. It's not clear to us. Um, I've had close friends be infected. I've had close friends die and family friends die out of the COVID-19. So it's not that it's not real to me. Right, it's right. real. It is scary. But there's, like you said, you tell us one thing, you tell us another thing, you don't prepare us for it, although you knew ahead of time, there's something more behind this. You know? Um, and I think it's something that we're learning in our family. It's, like you said, it, the greatest part is time because we get to reflect and we get to step back and see what the world is really for. Right. You know? What, where where does everyone stand? What's going on? Um, you know, so much fear. Because it's, it's, like, it's like, it's not only that I don't wear a mask, now I'm a colored person wearing a mask. Right. Now right. I'm not just being, you know what I'm saying? There, there's so much more. And, and it, this time in our lives is really giving us time to reflect and <laughs> just shoot out the word again and be aware of our surroundings and navigate our next steps because of it. Right. That we're no longer just living a day by day oblivious and as long as it doesn't happen to me we're okay no it's happening to everybody now right it's not just me anymore this is not the person across the street this is happening to everybody everyone is losing someone everyone might be infected everyone might can a possibility of getting sick this is happening worldwide so now everyone has to pay attention and i think i think like i said my key word is awareness is being able to pay attention to what's really going on you know, the Surgeon General came out uh, last week and he said it in a tweet. And, and let me tell you something. I don't understand why politicians go to Twitter to make statements. That to me is one of the most annoying things about social media, something like Twitter. That does yeah. that does not seem very professional to me. And and yet they go to it. I guess that's because that's where the people are. I guess I don't know. But mm -hmm. the Surgeon General came out with a statement last week that that basically told everybody to stop buying masks because those masks don't protect you against coronavirus and all or something yeah. to that effect. But also says the the not first responders, but the medical field needs those masks for personal protection. 
So which uh-huh. one is it? That that right there was a big, big stink ball of confusion. On one end, he's like, oh, it doesn't protect. On the other side, yes, it does. And I've done a little research about it. And you have to be very specific on the mask that you get because most masks don't work. And I go state to state and I see the different policies. And it's bothersome because in each state, there's a subtle difference. You have people wearing, wearing, you know, covering up their nose and their mouth in one state, the next state, they're covering up only their mouth. And when this thing first came out, you know, you heard that coronavirus is, is airborne or it Uh has the ability to be airborne, whether it's, it sinks or not depends on the wind. Um, coronavirus can, can, you can get it in your mouth, coronavirus, you can get it in your nose, this stuff, you can get into your eyes and, I've I've heard that coronavirus is in when you pass gas, <laughs> it's in the gas that you pass. I guess you might yeah, need to. I've heard that too. Yeah, you might need to light it with a match coming out the backside. I don't know. <laughs> but and and then the latest thing that I've heard is that it is an STD. That is oh. the that is that happened a few weeks ago. I heard it was in semen. So and and then on top of all of that. Everybody has it already. <laughs> you know, it's just not outside of your body or it's not affecting you. Everybody's already, they already have it. And then on top, I mean, I could go on and on and it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of ridiculous, but, uh, you know, it's, it is absolutely confusing and you want specific information so you can guard against dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. And you want to be able to educate your children but nobody seems to know what the right thing is. They can't even tell us the proper the proper numbers of how many people are actually ill versus the, the padded numbers versus the tainted materials that they use for testing in the first place. I mean, what's what is right? You know, it's even when all of this started, you know, it was more of where did it come from? What was the cause of it? Um, and even as we saw the news, there was this one doctor who was trying to pre-warn everybody ahead of time, you know? Yeah. And they shut him down. They didn't allow him to speak. Um, like any other virus or brand new virus or disease, no one knows. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure out um, a virus, you know, uh, a medicine. They're trying a vaccine. But no one knows. Um, I look at it, personally, I look at it like it, like cold just a very severe strand. Yeah. Um, because for me, I, you know, people are all about the mask. Um, people forgot about the gloves. And first problem is, like I said, no one has gloves, no one has this. So people tend to spread germs even touching. So yeah, not every place sanitizes. Let's be real here. Right, um, right. That's so right. Even if you have a, yeah. Um, then we have the millions of people who don't properly put their mask on, like you mentioned. Um, or I have an issue that I rub my face all the time. Oh, geez, I've always had this issue. I maybe it's because of my allergies, but I rub my eyes or rub my nose. Um, so if I was to touch something contaminated, I will rub my face, you know, without even noticing that I do it. Right. Because I don't. It's just a bad habit. Um, so 
part of this pandemic is that it's you can't save everyone, you can't save everything, you can't stop it from spreading. Another friend of mine just got it, and one of his things that he or acquaintances of mine, and the first thing he said, and all I've heard from anyone who's had it, um, and I've had several friends who've had it very severe that didn't pass, um, it that it happens all of a sudden, mm. literally from the morning to the night, zero to sixty. It's not, yeah. Versus normally we start feeling feverish, and then later on, you no, know, like they all say it was just such an immediate. Fever slash pain slash dizziness, um, loss of taste. Yeah, um, loss of taste. I've heard of that. Yeah. They all say the exact same thing. It's nothing that they could have probably tried to prepare for or stay away from people. No, because it just happened from the moment it started. It immediately ran with it. So it's one of those things, like you, like I said, no one knows. No one knows. It's new, and we just have to try to figure it out. I, do, I also do believe... Um, that many of us have it, but we're just asymptomatic. Um, and that's why it's spreading even more because we just didn't know we had it. Maybe 10 of us are in the room and one of us have it, and now we're spreading from person to person, but we're all asymptomatic, and then it takes that one person to catch. That seems um, that seems awfully peculiar. I've never seen anything quite like this before. And I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that they liken this to the AIDS virus to where you could, um, you could have it be asymptomatic, spread it to a million people, and... All of a sudden, it'll show up, and next thing you know, you got to go back ten years, you yeah. know, and and yeah. it's it's kind of it's kind of like that, but it's it's ridiculous. So, yeah. so in in all of this, in closing, you and your wonderful husband, and I say wonderful because I think he's wonderful. <laughs> what? what Thank you. <laughs> what big wins have you noticed being you know during this whole? period of pandemic and racial tension have you seen any wonderful uh, wonderful things come out of uh, come out of this situation in your family i'll go first um it was you you mentioned it earlier it's the true reliance on god and knowing that we're coming ahead and these times when many people are losing um whatever their circumstances are, God has truly showed up and showed out mm. all the way in our personal lives. Right. And unfortunately, not everyone could say that. Unfortunately, some people have had major losses. Right. Um, and for people who have gone through a lot of major losses in the many years that we've been married, um, God has literally gracefully and favored us in this time in our lives. Um, and my kids have been able to see it. Mm, yes. You know, because we're, we're big givers. Right. We're, and, and, and recently, before the pandemic, someone prayed over us and they're saying, I see your harvest coming. Wow. You know, and it has nothing to do with us. We know we're big givers. That's who our heart is. We're, we don't promote it. We don't put it out there. But anyone who knows us knows what we've been through and what we've given on top of being in the process of homelessness and this and that. But God has done nothing but take care of us in the season. Right. And allowing it for, for me that it has been tremendous that my kids have been able to see this. In the midst of all of this, that's a great testimony, all all by itself. <laughs> and you, honey, anything from you? Same. I mean, just the the overwhelming compassion and love, you know. Um, just just to be able to say that, you know, I mean, we've grown in patience, you know. I mean, because just being stuck in the house, um, 
doing the same thing over and over, you know, I mean, it's just allowed us to, to be a little bit more patient with this, with, with each other, more loving, more caring, um, seeing what's out there, you know, to be more aware, uh, which has helped us grow, you know, and compassion and, um, and all this. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's just so much that we've learned and we've grown from, um, looking at opportunities, you know, from, from in here, what can we do different? You know, what can we do to change this or to change that or to make an effect or take action on, um, it just helped us to, 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 to really come forth and, and think and, and, um, and see and listen. Um, so it's just, it's, it's a, it's a whole lot of stuff, man, that is just really opened up the door to, um, so, so I am, um, I am grateful for everything that it has produced. Um, I know it has produced a lot of bad, but there's a lot of great seed that also has come from this, you know, so. Yeah, and what comes to mind for me is um, Acts 3, 6, when Peter said, silver and gold, I have none, but what I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus, you know? And I think that this time in our lives, this is exactly where we stand. Like, I don't, I don't have much. If anything, everything I have is now because of us. Um, but I do have, I do have Jesus. We do have God and we do have that foundation. And because of that, we're being, we're able to be compassionate and look on both sides of the road. Because of that, we're able to be provided and favored by God. But because we don't live for us, we live for him, you know? And, and anyone who's in this time of confusion, this time of turmoil and, and this uncertainty and pandemic, um, I, I say, I, I give you, I give you Christ because we're, we're peaceful above all and this time has brought us complete peacefulness you know that's that's saying a whole lot because there are a lot of people out here you can see them when you walk through the store you can look into the i mean obviously all you can see is their eyes anyway but yep. when they <laughs> and everybody's looking i i don't i don't think i've been eyeballed this much ever you know to where to where people actually look in your eyes and it's it uh-huh. is um it's kind of uncomfortable yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. It's like I see you seeing me, but you see me seeing you as well. So, you know, and and a lot of times they'll, you know, when they see you coming, they'll step wide out of the way, and it's like, dude, I'm, I'm, it's it's going to be okay. You know, you don't have yeah. to avoid me. You can still speak and everything, but everybody is, um, everybody is is really kind of freaked out about this whole thing. But for listen, sure. everybody's on higher alert. But listen, I appreciate you guys giving me the giving me the time to talk tonight, and it's been an absolute joy. And hopefully, we can do it again sometime. You guys don't be strangers, so of course, let us know. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll say good night to you from here, and uh, you can hear us online at firebackradio.com. We have more to come very soon. We'll see you next time. Find us online at firebackradio.com. Fireback Radio.